This is PBE Daily Early Mornings, a late night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Room. Eternally grateful that you continue to support this podcast despite my disappearing act. And with good reason, for the first time ever, I can actually say this since the birth of this podcast, something I've been working on. I can proudly say has hit its finish line. The children's book I've been working on since the very beginning in May of, I think, a year ago, or is it two years ago? I forget. I have finally completed the book and the client was happy with the results that they have. I still feel I want to do another pass on the book because maybe there's things I could actually add here and there. But to get to the finish line of this, I literally just gave myself two three days and even today i was supposed to make some artwork but outside of doing my nine to five i have done absolutely nothing i'm giving myself the chance to actually recuperate relax myself before i return into my typical scenarios which is getting as much work done as possible i'm a workaholic on the recovery <laughs> that i could actually take a break to actually make even a podcast episode today is clear proof that i'm putting priorities in in check and making sure everything goes according to how i perceive the best way possible i mean covid times have been very tough on us i have to admit also to me it's been fiscally very challenging but i didn't mind the fiscal challenge because broke is something that can actually come and go so i don't mind that i've had short income but i am glad that i've had fulfillment in the kind of work i've been creating even in the few occasions where the work has been somewhat an aggressive challenge i've been able to make things come to life the few people who actually survived the whole accepting that i'm not going to take up their work and they continue to work with me uh, i think those are the few people who actually say i'm grateful for their existence it's almost as if the work i've been doing and because i've been so busy has weeded out the people who don't see the, the necessity in me taking my time to do things properly i care so much more about the quality of work i create than i care about how it is perceived and reviewed thereafter if it reaches a point where my the work i create is make makes me happy i feel it's the best way to go and even in that i noticed that there was a lot of things that fellow creators and fellow uh innovators or people who would like to consider themselves innovators we're, we're taking the time to re-strategize in how we actually tackle the world because i feel it's important for us to understand that to a great extent that which we consider war has changed and by that i mean this in the last few weeks in fact in the weeks that i've been away and even in the episodes i made prior to my second period of silence i didn't want to fuel or fan the flames of the ever-growing aggression that we have towards authority figures or the status quo because i'd much rather show up with a potential solution that could lead us in the right direction and when i use the term war i, I don't use it in in regards to try to make it even more bastard as a term because i feel we should perceive things in a tactical way in order for us to be able to truly reap the benefits of what our lives become thereafter and i always draw references from things i've watched and things i've consumed and in this particular case I, I return again to a movie that i watched on netflix uh in the first break i took because of fatigue and the idea is in many cases the reluctant hero or the reluctant responsibility taker is a person we, we never really take the time to uh for lack of a better word understand we don't really take enough time to look at the people who are never in a rush to take responsibility or never in a rush to take up the reins of leadership in the responsibility they are in. And 
as a result we end up feeling as if those people are weak well in in actual sense or in actuality they're not weak for wanting to objectively do things the right way and objectively do things in in with fairness and i noticed that in some of the historical figures that i look up to because lately the kind of characters i've been coming across and the, and the characters i've been reviewing or trying to understand have been characters who they ended up in positions of power which they never wanted and even though they were groomed for those positions of power their responsibility became super duper aggressive because now they have to struggle to stop themselves from doing that which isn't expected and by that i mean this you can't pit yourself against foes who you are not even certain who the foes are i don't know if that makes any sense but just bear with me we are always considering or thinking about what is it that is our responsibility in the world we live in what are the challenges we should consider what are the tough choices we need to make what are the end results we're hoping to attain and by not being objective in how far we should look into the responsibilities that come with what we now or in most cases called adulting we fall short in that we don't consider that sometimes that things that you don't want to do are the things that require to be done in order for you to move forward let me try explaining it in a different way there are certain things that are put in front of us as challenges in fields that we are really keen on getting into be it uh in the bureaucracies that exist and having no no clear map of what legalities have to be obeyed in order for certain jobs to be done or the kind of people are supposed to address or sit down with in order to know what the lines are so that you could actually surpass or even move further than you actually hoped to go in the first place we always have that problem and it actually the, the problem pops up from the jump because you want to achieve so much but you can't achieve it because the people who are standing in the way of you achieving that specific goal are the same people who will second guess why you so passionately want to do the task take for example the status quo that has been maintained in how certain monarchs exist is the lords who are put responsible for certain things in those areas end up becoming the guys who dictate to what extent success is gained and they end up dictating how far you could potentially grow and because they dictate how far you could potentially go nothing ever evolves it maintains the status quo the thing most countries i think across the globe why they find great resentment in a fast rising middle class is with a fast rising middle class they have even greater ambitions because they now have the space to actually consider how far much further they could go that being the case it turns into them wanting the status quo to be maintained i'll speak in regards to my country kenya kenya doesn't allow itself to grow to whatever potential it may or may not have because the moment you start gaining those kind of reins of leadership those reins of industrialism the more obsolete the leadership that exists in the time becomes and that fear of obsolescence is the main issue why we never really grow past that and it's 
it's hilarious to actually admit because I think about these things over and over and whenever these things pop in my head, I start asking myself, is this why we so aggressively get backlash when the young people try to innovate and move even faster and talk above even the levels that they were being told that this is only as far as you could ever go? I mean, think of it this way. I'll, I'll use my personal life experiences. When I was 19, I got into doing some artwork. And in the period I did the artwork, the people who were working in the company at the time who were above my age, in their mid-20s and early 30s, found me a threat because I'm so young and I'm so curious to learn so much more. In the same regard, when I get older, and I, I don't like carrying forward the things that became the sins of what my generation went through. I don't like carrying those same sins and passing them to the next guy. It doesn't feel fair. If I do to a 19-year-old what was done to me, I end up becoming part of the problem. And this is a cycle we've come to notice. I even noticed it when I was trying to break it down with a friend as we were trying to understand how it functions in this sense. A person who has reached what he considered the best life that they're supposed to have is normally saddened by the fact that that which he considers the best life is fleeting because they're not as young as and vibrant as they used to be and they feel like they can't reap the benefits of that and there's this young upstart who's coming out even faster than he is because he has this gift of the internet and innovation in my career or my countless careers because i've been blessed with different talents i choose i pick and choose which to give certain energies especially if i'm inspired to do a specific thing in that particular area that being a driving force it ends up being a source of either resentment or respect from the people i look up to and it kind of sucks to say out loud because it just means that no one actually takes the time to realize that i can't do it by myself i, I can't do it alone the older I get, the more I realize I'd like to have more people actually innovate with me, but I can't impose my wanting them to so, to see my dreams or to see the what I'm trying to sow in this field and hopefully bear fruit thanks to it. So the best I can do is just inspire people by helping them do the execution in the act. I'd rather play a position of inspiration by assigning your duty at a task. I've always learned from experience and I feel you could have countless manuals in front of you to actually help you innovate. But the problem becomes because you're constantly looking for the research material, you don't get to do the actual research. So you're always just buying time. You're, you're buying time for you to continue wallowing in the fear that you have. And that fear is the fear of potentially failing, which is something you have to come to terms with because the fear of failure is always going to be there, but it should be something that actually pushes you forward to want to do more. I have, in the last two, three weeks, done things I never knew I could possibly do. And with the countless sleepless nights that I was giving myself to actually get myself to a position of better innovation and to, to reach a point where even now, when I look at the work I've created, I'm so fascinated by how far I've come. And as much as I hope to revisit some things, now the difficult task for me is to kind of let the chips fall where they may in places where I can't control how quickly the reaction is and the review of the work is going to be. It's not fun when you feel like the handicap you have is how long it may take for 
you to be allowed to at least touch up here and there and even in that wanting to be better over and over again the part that sucks is you don't know when to stop yourself you don't know when to say okay past this point it's fine to let it go it's a very difficult thing to say especially for me like to to reach a point in my life where i can actually say okay after here i can't do anything after this specific part i can't do anything and to try get away with that is not fun i tell you that for free it is not fun to just allow yourself to just not be the aggressive uh student of the craft as you go it sucks and then now add that to the pressures i was adding or was speaking about earlier in the show where i was talking about how the bureaucratic problems that exist that could stop you from being innovative or being involved in a field when you come to now the part of actually mentioned of you not knowing when to stop yourself the bliss that comes from the idea of sometimes you surpass those which were your limitations and not even noticing it is something i hope that more people would actually come to come to terms with and come to accept and come to embrace because by the number of times i've failed personally and the number of times where i see growth that i can't really monetize yet and i think it's going to just be reviewed by somebody else after the fact the impact the work will make i may see it different because i think i draw for fellow artists to see and see the growth the audience ends up becoming an even greater impact in that they can't believe that which was done but if i can make a reaction come out from my peers i'm happier but also i don't let my fear of what my peers would think stand in my way because that is another rabbit hole that never works to your advantage i do hope that by us accepting that we need to change the way this war of success is being played that we may end up making a greater impact in this world we live in because right now the world is completely reinventing itself that which is considered normal scrap all that there's a new normal and the new normal is taking no hostages it's taking no prisoners it's literally touch and go we have to really impose upon ourselves the importance of learning how to adapt in the current day because everything you thought was normal is gone scrap it from your mind that that still exists it's not there anymore the new normal is how quickly can you adapt to worst case scenario and as it stands we've lost borderline everything and if you haven't lost everything try thinking as a person who's lost everything and see to what extent you could try to make sure that you never again during a pandemic go through the same problems i have a baby sister who graduated virtually and she wasn't happy because she didn't get to walk across the stage but i'm proud of her for the fact that she actually graduated and even in that case i hope that because of that which has been made fact in that we have to change the way we con- conduct our social interactions and we have to change the way we move around for the sole purpose of being able to breathe after we leave the space we go to i mean just think about that the way you breathe it could make or break or where you breathe could make or break your life and as much as people are going to be naysayers because of the status quo they were used to before 
we need to know that the war we're fighting is a different kind of war. It's not a health war, it's not a financial war. It's a war of compassion towards each other in the sense of how fair are we willing to be to each other as we also know that the people who control most of that which we look up to and look forward to owning that those people still are going to maintain and try as much as possible to not let us have a fighting chance i accepted this a long time ago that it's gonna be a long-term version of what needs to be done and i think i'll address that in the next episode of this podcast in that how i see this war actually being taken and i constantly use the word war because the boardrooms are where main decisions are made i mean when, when worst case scenario or final turn of wars is when you go into the field and shoot rifles that's the last resort but all these wars tend to start in a boardroom somewhere two boardrooms couldn't agree and then insults were hurled and then those insults were hurled around people who react physically and then people start fighting each other and then a state tells another state we're going to fight each other organs are created to try to stop these bureaucratic wars from becoming any worse but think about how certain people have taken the simple simple act of trade and weaponized it in that you can have a country ask another country to fund their innovation and growth and if the person who with a catch-22 cannot afford to actually make that growth come quickly they end up having to pay the country that gave them the money in the first place to try survive so it turns into non you are in servitude but without actually coming before you and putting the reins in front of you but instead having the people who from your people who actually asked for those loans put you in servitude in that they now start looking into your pockets even deeper and denying you the potential of even saving a single coin people's savings have really been run down in this period i've been able to save much but i've saved a coin or two and i'm happy about that so that's why i consider this a war never really think that the wars are happening out in the field with people fighting the wars are truly happening in how the impact of their pockets get hit and the impact of their way of life and their everyday experiences are affected take that into consideration and as you strategize be caesar or be nothing at all Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and even though I've been away I'm glad that the different episodes that I've been making before are still being paid attention to and still being taken seriously. You have no idea how valuable it is to me to be able to actually come back and make another episode and we shall continue to learn and grow from each other. Until next time. Uno. <laughs>